Brandon, and PGA professional, believe in Tennessee golf. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Our show is a breakdown of all things golf in the volunteer state. We will cover men's, women's golf tournaments, professional amateur events, and dive into junior golf as well. We will talk to the players, the instructors, and the organizers. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. You can also find us on your favorite directories of Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at pbrandon21 or on Twitter at QIC underscore golf pro. So we talked a lot last week about the new equipment um, going through the Golf Digest uh, hot list, seeing what's going on. We also talked about the Nashville Golf Show, which is actually starting on Friday this week. So I uh, hope to see you there. I'll actually be doing a presentation at 2.30 on Saturday. So come on down see us at the fairgrounds. So let's go ahead and jump into this PGA Tour. So... Feel the thrill, amazing run at Pebble Beach. I mean, he gave us the shots, we had the chip-ins. Uh, but at the end of the day, the Canadian Nick Taylor just kept it going, shooting his uh, 270s, shooting 19-under, uh, just holding off the, the battle of Phil, and even Kevin Stroman making a rise up there. But about our Tennessee guys, we got Peter Molinari making the cut, shooting 7-under and tying for 11th. We also had Wes Roach shooting even par for the week, tied for 55th. Way to go there, guys. Keep it up and hope to see y'all soon. Now switching gears a little bit to the PGA Club Pro Professionals. Um, the 2020 PGA Winter Series held in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Had several tournaments throughout December, January, and February. For the guys that can take off some time, go down play and keep their game sharp. Uh, this event that I'm going to talk about here, the Junior Senior Team Championship, was contested back on January 27th and 30th. I want to say congratulations to Walt Chapman and Casey Flanagan. Uh, tied for second, shooting 33 under for four rounds of golf. Guys really got it done. They led off with a 61, came back with a 68, finished up strong with a 62-64. Uh, two shots behind uh, the overall winner. So, again, they're great job, guys. Casey happens to be our current player of the year from 2019. For the section PGA, also happens to be the assistant player of the year. So Casey kind of double dipping on both sides and playing really good. So moving back into the PGA Tour this week, we have the Genesis Invitational being held at Riviera. Um, we have Peter Molinari and Scott Stallings in the field this week. So good luck with that, guys. Um, always a strong field for this event, being a smaller Invitational. Uh, so you get the best players, top players in the world who are playing good. At the time, so always a lot of fun. Saw a little bit of coverage of the uh, Celebrity Cup. Uh, Bubba Watson, Tiger Woods picked their teams and had a little, little bit of fun this week with for the crowd and the fans. So love seeing the PGA Tour guys give back to the fans. So again, check out the Genesis Invitational at Riviera. Moving over to the Champions Tour, we've got the Chubb Classic being played in Naples. Uh, we all have Lorne Roberts teeing it up this week, the boss of the moss. Good luck out there, Lorne. Uh, again, after a couple weeks break from the Champions Tour, the guys are starting to get back on their regular schedule. So again, good luck, Lorne, and we'll see you soon. So talking about news in Tennessee golf, want to welcome the Corn Ferry Tour 
back to Nashville. Uh, Simons Bank agreed to an eight-year partnership with the PGA Corners Ferry Tour um, at Nashville Golf Athletic. Uh, Brent Snedeker's foundation is the supporter of this uh, with this eight-year deal. There'll be a lot of really good players and names coming up through. The tournament will be April 3rd through May, I'm sorry, April 30th through May 3rd. We'll have 156 players uh, competing in the event. Uh, Sneds has always been passionate about having a tour event here. Um, uh, this being the first title sponsor uh, in the past, he has sponsored it himself along with his foundation. And so now moving into getting partnerships and things like that, he feels that we're one step closer to getting a PJ Tour event here in Tennessee. Now, years ago, we used to have the Bell South Classic on the Champions Tour, which was played out at Gaylord Springs Links uh, out at the Opryland area. Uh, used to have a great event there. Still walk the hallways and see the leaderboards of the Trevino and the guys who won and played there. Um, we also used to have the LPGA Tour event here that was at the Hermitage. It was also played at the Vanderbilt Legends Club, um, known as the Sarah Lee Classic. Again, a lot of really good talent and players came through here. So Nashville's had a home for golf for a long time. We're just trying to get everybody back involved. So congrats on Brent on securing Simon's Bank as the sponsor for the next eight years for the Nashville Golf Open, dedicated to the Brent Stenecker Foundation. So with us being on the eve of the golf show, I went back to Twitter and Instagram this week. Kind of some teasers, and then we'll see everything, and we'll start to hear all the fun toys and cool gadgets that we're going to see at the show here in Nashville next week. Uh, first, we're going to take Twitter, and this one came from Pam. She's talking about, I haven't mentioned anything about women's golf yet. Pam, I completely apologize about that. Um... You can go to the Amateur Golf Association for the LPGA. You can click on the national chapter there. You'll see the events. Uh, currently, they're going to be at the show February 14th, 15th, and 16th of this week. So definitely come on by, meet everybody. Uh, you can. They've already started their leagues on Top Golf, so they're actually taking advantage of the heaters and uh, the non-rain conditions. So definitely go to their website, check it out, and you can see what's going on. Um, I've worked with this group for years. Uh, used to be the Executive Women's Golf Association. We've done lots of tournaments and events with them. It's a fun group of executives and, and ladies that can take off and play later in the afternoons. All business women, professionals, uh, sneak out on the weekends and play as well. So, great way to meet some new players, uh, new friends, and also they do a couple of trips throughout the year. So you can definitely get involved. So again, you can check them out at lpgaamateur.com. Click on Nashville Chapter, and it'll take you to their website. So coming from Instagram at Chris, and so he asked about me talking about the putters and the fitting process uh, last week in the hot list uh, by Golf Digest, and was asking what type of putters we normally fit for, how the process is. Um, so depending on where you go, there are several putting style launch monitors. There's Sam Putt Lab, which is kind of at the forefront. Uh, it's a sensor that hooks to the putter and it's calibrated and it reads how much the putter will rotate open, closed, uh, tells you how much the line changes and things like that. Um, there's another system called Biomech, um, very similar system, a little bit more Bluetooth to, uh, an iPad. It's actually the one that I use. I've used them side by side, and they work both very well. Uh, you've also got um, 
blast motion. Um, it is a sensor that will go on the butt end of your putter as well. So you can actually roll some putts uh, like that. I've also worked with the Tommy uh, putting launch monitor, very similar to a SAM. A little bit bigger, more detailed, needs a computer there. Um, so the wireless Bluetooth issues are lost. But the things that we look for in the fitting is... How much stroke rotation do you have? How much is the putter face opening and how much is it closing? And depending on who you're talking to, some people will, will tell you that your putting path needs a particular style of putter. Um, and other people will say that's just a manipulation of the hands. That's the argument you can get into with your fitter as you go through this. But what we've seen is certain types of necks and certain types of offsets fit people's eye better it allows them just to see the line and be more comfortable now you'll deal with toe hang and that's just if you were to balance a putter straight up and down how much does the toe it mean how many degrees does the toe hang down you have face balance putters which the fat putter face would say dead square um odyssey even came out with one called the toe up series so even when you balanced it the toe was straight up in the air so you're seeing a lot of putters that are designed to help you square the face more at impact Things that you'll start to get into there is, do you like a larger mallet? Do you want a smaller blade? And then we'll talk about more of the neck style with the slant neck, uh, double bends, things like that. But what we can do on the putter fitting is we can actually see which putter you're able to hit in the center of the face more consistently. We can determine the length. Uh, we can determine the loft and the line goal. That's going to get you in the best position to roll some putts. So if you haven't already, uh, definitely make a phone call. Find out who's got some launch monitors for the putters. They can take you through a putter fitting and get you taken care of. Chris, I hope that helps out. Um, so as we talk about, depending on the studies, we normally see 40 to 50% of all your shots are putts. So it's the most critical club in the bag. You're using it on every hole. So it's definitely take the time, go through the fitting process, and figure out what putter is going to be the best tool in your hand to maximize your chance to make more putts. Going back to Twitter, Ray was asking about the tournament schedules that I went over with earlier in the year. Where can you find these? Um, you can go to tngolf.org. That is the Golf House of Tennessee. It has all the Golf Association, PGA, Golf Foundation, Junior Golf, um, even talks about the Golf House and the Hall of Fame. You can click on those individual links and it will take you there. So for the qualifying events uh, that are coming up, and again, we've talked on this a little bit, but I want to make sure everybody can get there. So go to tngolf.org, click on the TGA. You can then click on play, competition list, and everything will pop up there. You can see the events that are coming up. So you've got the State Open being contested at Greystone June 2nd through 4th. You also have the Senior and Super Senior Match Play Championships uh, being played May 12th through 15th at the Country Club in Morristown. Registration on both of those is going to start on March 5th, so you've still got a couple of weeks to get on there and find out. You've also got the Women's State Amateur uh, opening up on registration March 5th. Senior 4-Ball, Super Senior 4-Ball, uh, Parent-Child Championship, and Tennessee Girls Juniors, again, all opening up on March 5th. So jump on there, get registered, create your account, get your handicaps up to date, and get out there and play some competition golf this year. 
while you're on the TGA website, you can click over on the Play Fun Golf other than the National Golf Pro-Am, the Center Street Securities Pro-Am Series, starting March 9th, going through October 26th. You earn points by playing. They actually have the points list there. Next to each course, you can see the number of points. They have two, four, and seven-point events. Those will get you more points to get invited to the end of the year. Build your own foursome. Go play. You're a blind draw onto a pro. Results will be emailed the next day. New for 2020, the TGA is implementing a new format of events. These are the one-day series. You'll have individual gross and net divisions. They're going to conduct three of these throughout the year. So definitely look on that and see what's going on. But you've got the program series starting at Vanderbilt Legends Club on March 9th. So again, everybody, March is when golf is going to start. Time changes on March 8th. So get out there, get your clubs ready, start playing. Staying on the Twitter side, Travis was asking about junior golf events and had heard me mention drive, chip, and putt. I wanted me to explain what that was a little bit more. So the Drive, Chip, and Putt series uh, has been around for a long time, but Augusta National partnered in with this several years ago and made it a national qualifier event. You'll have your local regionals. You'll have multiple here throughout the Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi area, Georgia. And if you advance through there and if you have to finish the top three points in your age division is broken down, by male and female participants, and by your age groups. Uh, registration is open for there, so you can actually start seeing the qualifying sites. But you hit your tee shots, and if it goes a certain yardage, there's a grid of points. So if it goes 0 to 25 yards, uh, then it's 1 point. If it goes from 25 to 50, then it's 2 points proceeding out in the drive area. Uh, and then when we get to the chipping area, they're going to have circles around the pins, and once you chip it on the green, getting it on the green is worth one putt, and as you get or one point, and as you get closer and closer to the hole, you earn more points, and the chip in being the most. Same thing on the putting side, you're going to putt uh, three putts from five, fifteen, and thirty feet, and how far they finish from the hole, there'll be the circle rings again, accumulating you points. So if you have one bad area chipping or putting, you can kind of make up for it in the other two. But it's a lot of fun. It's free for everybody to sign up and play. You can go to drivechipandputt.com. Registration is open. The registration now link is there on the page. Sign up with your email address, and you can see all the qualifiers coming up. So definitely get your kids out and play. If you're able to advance from your local qualifier to the next level, you're competing with all the winners from the local areas as well. So, again, we, I know we have two here in the mid-state um, in Smyrna and at Champions Run in June and July. If you advance from those, you'll move on to another event here in Tennessee uh, at the Grove. And then if you advance from there, you can go, uh, might go to Prattville, might go down to Pinehurst. So, lots of different options there. But you can find all those links and it lets you pick the dates that you're looking to perform. Uh, if you are to make it to Nationals and you will then play at Augusta on Sunday before the Masters. And so it's a great way for the kids. You'll like click on the Golf Channel and you can always watch it. It's a fun thing for me and my daughter to do every Sunday before the Masters. Um, just turn on TV that morning and see girls her age down there chipping, playing, and playing golf. So... Travis, I hope that helps. Uh, you can check out drivechipandputt.com. Click register there, and they'll take you through all the steps 
to get you signed up and get your little one playing this year. Going back to Instagram, we've got Mark again. Now, Mark was talking to us a couple weeks ago about the fitting edge um, and going through it, and he's got a lot of questions about it, so I hope he, he gets with somebody locally. But talking about the differences in golf shafts, uh, with drivers, we definitely have different flex points, whether it be ladies, senior, regular, stiff, extra stiff, and, and on up from there. Um, we, we also have different weights, so you'll have anything from the super lightweights being around 30 to 40 grams, uh, moving up to in driver shafts, you can definitely see some 70, 80s, and, and we've even seen some, some 90, 100 gram shafts float around out there. What you tend to get is, as a shaft gets heavier, in most cases, again, not absolutely all the time, but in most cases, as the shaft gets heavier, it starts to play stiffer. So if you're borderline regular stiff, you can stay in a regular flex and go to a heavier shaft and still get uh, the stiff type performance, but not wear yourself out having to swing so hard because the shaft is flexing a little bit more and giving you that speed that you're looking for, but the weight gives you that stability. Now the same thing holds true in the irons. You'll you'll deal with most manufacturers recommend a stock shaft, uh, the one you can just go in off the rack. But when you go through the fitting process, most of them will have five to seven or even more steel shafts, graphite shafts to choose from, and they'll all be different weights and different profiles. And you may get uh, use for instance True Temper, which is based in Memphis, but they have a Dynamic Gold series inside that. They have the XP series, and XP they have a 95, a 105, a 120. So several different weights, so you can get that shaft that feels really good for you. But every manufacturer goes through and tests what they feel to be the best shaft for their head. Um, so each company is going to pick something a little bit different, and maybe those player characteristics fit you. Um, but I definitely recommend going through, Mark, uh, getting out there with somebody, going through the fitting system and, and seeing what we can really find and tune in and dial in for you. Once you get the shaft, you'll then deal with length and line goal uh, to help dial in your miss hits. Um, the biggest thing I say about fit clubs, it just improves your miss hits. They're straighter, they're longer, they're closer um, than if the club is not properly fit for you. So Mark, I know you're itching to get there and get fit, so give somebody a call, get on the books, and get those new clubs for 2020. All right, this Twitter question comes from Jeff about working on this short game with the conditions it's been with the wetter, damp, and even the colder temperatures that we've been playing. So, actually, I got a really good surprise for you. So, good friend of mine, Galen Cood. Uh, Galen's a teaching professor with Golf House Tennessee. He's been selected to the Golf Digest from 2017 to 2020 list of best teachers in Tennessee. And 2018-2019, best young teachers. Now, I know Galen is doing his... Uh, presentation on Saturday the 15th at the Golf Show at 4.30, and he's doing tips to help you improve your short game this season. So I think it'd be a really good one to kind of tune in uh, and see. So so Chris, if you are in the Nashville area this weekend and get a chance to come by the Golf Show, definitely check out Galen's uh, presentation on working on the short game. Uh, but me personally, what I like to do with my students this time of year is we'll spend a lot of time indoors learning the touch and the feel. So we'll, we'll do our wedge matrix, and we'll take our 56 or 60 or 58, whatever wedge that we have as our shortest wedge, and we'll hit just what we feel like a 25% shot. And this is very similar to what, if you look at uh, Brooks Kepka's yardage book, you can actually see very similar concepts. And I think I've talked about this one before when we were setting our goals. 
But again, you can just we go through and we build that wedge matrix. So what's a 25% shot with all your wedges in your bag? Are you carrying three, four, five wedges? And then you hit the 50 yard or the 50% shot, and you'll hit that 75% shot, and you'll hit that 100% shot. So starting to dial in your wedges, because what happens so often on the golf course is we see the flag and we assume. Uh, and as I'll have this debate with most people, you can't tell the difference between 32 and 39 yards on the golf course without a rangefinder. And but visually, that seven yards, that 21 feet that you're looking at, can be the difference in you making a birdie uh, and just walking off with a par. So when you start to learn how to fly clubs 20 yards and 40 yards and, and 45 yards or, or whatever your numbers work out to be, it takes that visual away. Um, a good friend of mine, Brian Lackey, out at the uh, golf club. Uh, I know he puts a lot of his students this time of year through the the TrackMan wedge combine. And, and so he's having them, instead of hitting at targets, he's having them hit to numbers. And so that way you can play that shot. Uh, I know we did talk about this during the uh, Genesis, or during the uh, Hyundai Tournament Champions with the playoff with uh, Justin Thomas. How he went through that whole progression of what the real distance was, how the wind was playing it and backing it off. And so even though it was, uh, we'll just call it a 120-yard shot, he knew that he only needed to hit it like 105 or whatever the real number was. But instead of hitting it to the flag, he played the <clears throat> number that allowed him that feel and that touch. So uh, I know the voice caddy does a really good job of picking up clubs, inexpensive launch monitor for around $500. You can actually hit it uh, indoors, outdoors. It'll pick up ball speed. Uh, the Miso from FlightScope, uh, again, going to be around $500. Is going to have that option as well. So there's a lot of really good inexpensive tools, um, monitors that you can hit and get your carry distances and your speeds to really work on that wedge game. And as it starts to dry up and gets a little bit nicer outside, take it to the golf course and see how that translates over. Are you still hitting those shots as solid and as crisp as you did um, indoors off the mats and stuff like that? So I hope that helps you out a little bit on the scoring side of the game, which again is where all 75% of all shots are played from inside 120 yards. That's really what we all need to be focusing on. So again, keep those questions coming in. Thank you all so much. Again, I'm going to kind of cut you all loose a little early today. I hope to see you all at the golf show. Definitely come by and say hi. Uh, again, my name is Paul Brennan, PGA Professional. You've been listening to Believe in Tennessee Golf here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Uh, if you enjoy the show, rank us on iTunes. You can follow us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminaire, TuneIn. You can find us on Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. You can also keep shooting me those tweets uh, at QIC underscore golf pro, or you can send me a post on Instagram at pbrennan21. So everybody, get out to the golf show this weekend if you're in Nashville. If not, try and take advantage of some nicer weather coming up and get out and play golf and have fun for 2020. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.